Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the weekly outlook. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. The first week of September kicks off with three central bank meetings. And in this environment of monetary tightening, it will be interesting to see how aggressive policymakers will be. I'm Cristina Marujos. Joining us today is our senior investment analyst, Mario Sotigiriakos. Mario, starting with Europe, there is some talk in markets that the European Central Bank was too late to the rate hike party and therefore can't do much to help the euro, which has been crumbling recently. Therefore, what will policymakers likely signal at Thursday's meeting? Well, hello, Christina. In a nutshell, I think they're going to be as aggressive as they can. Now, Europe is in a really strange spot right now. We've got this huge energy crisis, electricity prices have gone through the roof. That is terrible news for growth, but it's unfortunately it's also good news for inflation. So it's going to add to inflationary pressures. And that that is a very difficult spot for the European Central Bank because now they have to choose, do we protect growth or do we try to, to vanquish inflation? Now, the solution they came up with Uh, apparently, is to try to do both at the same time. So the worst possible outcome for them would be for the euro to depreciate any further. Because since the eurozone is a net importer of energy, when the currency depreciates, that makes power even more expensive and it simply exacerbates the problem, the crisis. So their solution is we have to support the euro at all costs. We have to to stop the bleeding. Now, how do we do that? We raise interest rates. We raise them aggressively. The market right now is priced for a 75 basis points rate increase, a triple rate increase. Um, And the the probability is around 80% for that. So it's not a perfect solution, but it's something. And, um, you know, they they really want to to shore up the currency. Now, I think that they're going to to uh, deliver the triple rate increase. And I think that they are going to accompany that with some forceful language that is going to, you know, is going to sound hawkish to the market. That's what they want. And if that's the case, that could support the euro. We could see a relief rally or a short squeeze, if you will, Uh, especially now that natural gas prices have also started to cool down. Now let's cross into Canada. The loonie hasn't been reacting to monetary policy by the Bank of Canada recently, so Wednesday's meeting might not do much for the currency. But could the OPEC alliance gathering coming up on Monday offer the loonie some support this week? I doubt it for both. So the loonie is actually the second best performing currency this year behind only the US dollar. And uh, it's, that's for good reason. The, the, the Canadian economy is actually really solid. The labor market is essentially at full employment. You've got inflation firing up. Growth is really solid uh, thanks to oil prices being so elevated. And of course, Canada is a major exporter of oil. Uh, now, that being said, I don't think we are going to... I think the, this uh, meeting might bring bad news for the loonie. So, the markets are expecting the Bank of Canada to, similar to the ECB, to raise interest rates by 75 basis points, a triple rate increase. The probability of that is around 85%. Now, the, the issue I see is that the, the rate increase would bring Canadian interest rates into restrictive territory. Not neutral, but restrictive. Now, similar to the Fed 
I think to what the Fed told us a month ago, I think the Bank of Canada is going to, to adopt this sort of data-dependent tone. They're going to say something like, um, you know, we front-loaded all of these rate increases, rates are more or less where we want them now, so any future policy moves are going to depend entirely on data. We are not going to pre-commit to anything else. And that, I think, could be a negative message for the loony. Now, in terms of uh, OPEC, they floated this idea of, of uh, cutting production lately. So their, um, the deal with Iran looks like it's going to get done. And if that happens, a lot of barrels are going to come in back into the market. Uh, OPEC is worried that it's going to flood the market with supply. They don't want that. So they're saying we might sort of uh, counteract that. We might cut our own supply to deal with that. Now, I don't think that's a, even if they say this officially this week, I don't think it's a significant message because OPEC is already underproducing its quota. So if they are all by, a, by a mile, so if they're already not meeting their target, just simply saying we're going to lower that target, it doesn't mean a lot in reality, right? So uh, long story short, I think that the real driver for oil prices and therefore for the Luni as well, moving forward, is the demand side of the equation, and specifically what happens with China now that the property sector is rolling over and now that, uh, you know, uh, they are going back to lockdowns in some cities. Yeah, that's it. It's interesting that you mentioned China because the Reserve Bank of Australia is widely anticipated to deliver another 50 basis points hike at its meeting on Tuesday. But can the Aussie gain much given the slowdown we're seeing in China right now? That's the real question, Christina. You, you hit right, right on the head. So the Reserve Bank of Australia right now, the markets are pricing in just a 60% probability for a, for a half point move, for a 50 basis points move, and a 40% probability for an even smaller uh, quarter point move. So, you know, if you just look at the domestic situation, the RBA has to go for the bigger rate increase. The, the unemployment rate is at a record low, consumption is pretty solid, inflation is hot. So it, it, it seems like they're going to do the bigger rate increase. And since the market is not really pricing that in, that could support the Aussie. We could see a pop higher on the news. However, I, I still think that the trend, the overall trend is negative. And the reason is the following. Australia's entire business model relies on shipping commodities to China. If Chinese demand is rolling over, that will inevitably hit Australia. So we might see a pop higher on the RBA delivering a bigger rate increase, but I, I think that the overall uh, outlook is pretty gloomy. Marius, thank you so much. This was the weekly outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.